Hey everyone, this is Daisy's.live. I'm Scott. I'm Iran. And I'm Shreya. And we're here to talk about Bollywood TV and movies. And uh, Moral, there's so many interesting things on the agenda today. What, what do we have? Well, we have uh, two big releases and, of course, a series on Netflix. We start with the Comedy Premier League on Netflix, which uh, released yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I guess you guys watched it. I, I watched a little bit of it, but yeah, we, we will review that. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, the, uh, the, the really hard-gripping story on Z5 200 Hala Ho, uh, which released earlier this week, too. And then Bell Bottom, the big thriller espionage movie that released in theaters. Okay, well, it's we have some fantastic titles. I, I can't, I'd love 200 Hala Ho. It sounds uh, fantastic. And Bell Bottom, of course. But now we're in the comedy premium league. I don't think it's Premier League. That's, that's, yeah, it's Premium League. You're right. That's okay. Premier League, I was hoping it would be like soccer, but and anyway, or cricket or something, but, um, which I only know a little bit about. Oh, inside joke there. All right. Uh, so, comedy premium league. Shreya, you and I watched that, okay. and uh, um, I, I'm going to give the premise, and then I want to hear. I want I want to hear your review. It's it's essentially a comedy competition between four teams. Each team has four comedians, and there are I, I wouldn't say elaborate rules, but there are rules. Like uh, if everyone participates, they get bonus points, and then there's the audience who votes who wins, and you can get other kinds. Of, it seemed like there were other Teams that got other points, I, for, I wasn't really sure why. Uh, this was clearly uh, filmed during lockdown because everyone in the audience had masks. And in fact, at some points, some of the comedians had masks. Uh, and, they, and they had different comedy games. They had improv. They had stand-up. They had skits. Um, and and it, was, uh, it was, you know, just your basic contest audience votes. And um, I definitely have some some thoughts about it, but uh, let's let's hear what you thought. What did you think of Comedy Premium League? It's dad joke central, and I dad loved joke it. Central. I'm not going to lie to everyone. I am a 40 year old dad trapped in a 22 year old Indian girl's body, so I thought everything was hilarious. <laughs> the basic jokes were my favorite. I think the skits, for sure. A little, a little much. Um, it took me a little bit to get over like the middle school slapstick kind of humor in some of those jokes, but I did enjoy a majority of it. I won't lie. Um, and I think that the only reason I liked it is probably because I had that really keen sense of humor for dad jokes. And, and like, if you like that, you will absolutely love CPL. What do you think, Scott? <clears throat> okay. Uh, this is not going to surprise, uh, our listeners. I did not like it. There were a few times that I laughed out loud. There were a few jokes that just hit it right. Um, I, I, and, and I, I completely, first of all, the audience, the audience, Shreya definitely was on your side because I, th I think some of the votes I was, you know, I, I thought, no way I can't believe the jaguars or the, the the otters or whoever the iguanas like wh whatever whoever won i usually was like no i don't i don't think so sometimes i agreed but for the most part i disagreed so they liked the there was a there was a cheesy factor that they liked some of the some of the jokes fell flat some of them a lot of them fell flat a lot of them were just 
a lot of them were just not really that funny. Now, I, I want to step back and I want to I be very clear about this. I understand that some of this was probably cultural. There were some cultural things that I, it was clear that there was a, an angle that I just didn't get. Some of it was linguistic. They switched very quickly between Hindi and English sometimes, and there were things that I didn't always catch. Um, but for the most part, it felt like I was back in college watching some of my friends in comedy improv, right? You know, see what I mean? I, I, I get it. Those, those I people- I love those groups too. I, I, it, and I did at the time, but um, there, Jerry Seinfeld said that there are three, I think there are three kinds of funny. There's funny haha, -ha, just something silly happens. There's make everyone at the water cooler laugh at work or around the table at lunch, make everyone laugh. And then there's make people laugh in a professional setting where people are having drinks and have paid money and really want to laugh. And I think most of the people in the show were in that second group. They were clearly funny people, but honestly, they weren't hilarious. They weren't, it wasn't, it, it just, it, for the most part, it was just like, ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And in the environment which we were in, I'm sitting in my lounger, my easy chair, watching on my large high def TV where I've watched Chris Rock and old Eddie Murphy and old uh, Richard Pryor and George Carlin, you know, Bill Hicks, the guys that I, my favorite comedians, I don't, I don't think they held a candle. Now, is that unfair? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's fair. Like Tig Notaro, I saw her a couple months ago. She's hilarious. She's and I just, I, I thought there was such a disconnect between the professional comedians that I've seen and comedy premium league that I was disappointed. Is that my fault for having too high of expectations? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, did I hate it? No, I didn't hate it. I just didn't think it was that funny. I thought most of the time it was kind of goofy, silly, cheesy. Um, and so Shreya and I were talking about this before the show. If you're into dad jokes, this is for you. Like, Sharia makes no apologies. Am I correct there? You make no apologies in your appreciation for the show. Not at all. If you've ever yeah. seen Disney slapstick humor and you thought that was hilarious, just like I did, then you will enjoy this. Right. And I, you know, that's just not my bag. So um, I think this is a, we have a good, you should either definitely check it out or avoid it at all costs. <laughs> if you're, if you're on team Scott, in terms of what you think is funny and what you like to watch, you are not going to like this show. It is not worth sitting through the one or two times I laughed out loud. But if you're on Team Shreya, you are going to you're going to really enjoy it. So use that as your deciding factor. Is that fair? Do you have anything else to add? Did I did I pretty much summarize that the way you would? That was hundred percent correct. If your threshold for humor is as low as mine is, you will absolutely hoot and holler. <laughs> If you want to feel like you're back at college, you're a sophomore in college <laughs> and your friends yes. are in the, in the improv thing. Yeah. 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 That's 100% exactly what this is. Yep. Yep. Hi guys, this is Azan Samir Khan and you're watching me on Live. This is Scott and I'm back here with Morale. <laughs> I'm back here with Morale and Shreya. And we just got done reviewing Comedy Premium League on Netflix. If you like dad jokes and silly sort of, and we're not saying that, I'm not saying this critically. I'm not saying this meanly. If you like kind of adolescent, silly humor, 
uh, you are going to love this. If you like more professional stand-up comedians in a bar, uh, you're, uh, you're, or at, a, at an arena, you're probably not going to like this show very much at all. And now we move on to, and I just, I just want to say this title a few more times. So we, we're moving on to 200 Halaho, 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 200 Halaho. Is that, did I get any of those or any of those right? It is, totally, absolutely. 200 Halaho, is that how we say it? Halaho. That is Halaho. It just sounds, it sounds a little dirty. It sounds, it rolls off the tongue. It sounds like a, I should be doing this. Oh, you know, so um, I've been around that track, so it ain't just gonna happen like that because I ain't no holla back girl. Take it away, Scott. I don't know where you're going, but that sounds <laughs> I was with you. I was with you. All right, but it's, so this is what is this? Holla is not a holla back of any kind, holla actually oh, means an attack. So, this is a story based on a true life incident. Uh, this movie is based on a true life incident, a 15 minute movie based on. True life incident where a mob of veiled, low-cost Dalit women enter a courthouse and brutally dismember an apprehended alleged rapist. Stop! Who's under All right. Trial. Whoa! Whoa! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You have my attention. I want to make sure I heard that properly. Could you repeat that, please? A mob of veiled, low-class, low-cast Dalit women. Because, you know, India has a crazy caste yes, system. Yes, yes, yes. The lowest of the lowest are the Dalits, and uh -huh. the women within the Dalit community are the lowest of the lowest of the lowest. Wow, okay. So 200 of those women enter a courthouse and brutally dismember an apprehended alleged rapist who's under trial. And this is that story based on a true life. I incident. mean, holla ho. Oh my God. Go ahead, Shreya. Power to you, ladies. I will not even, I will so unapologetically say you deserve what you get. Uh, there's only one problem. There's only one problem with this. I agree with you. I agree with you. There's only I one get, problem. I agree. Brutally dismembering him, maybe I, a little. I don't even have a look. If you're a rapist uh, or a murder, I, I, uh, you said alleged. That's my problem. We have alleged. Did the guy really because do it? He was, he was still under trial. That's why I use the word alleged. Okay. But did it he was, do it? Oh, oh, does he actually do it? Of course he then? did it. Oh, well, of course. I mean. For 15 okay. years, this guy. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. This oh. guy murdered and intimidated and robbed and gang raped along with his friends. Uh, around 300 girls and women from 300 oh, good Lord. families in that community. Good Lord. And nobody could do or say anything because he had the protection of not only the cops, but he also had political backing. And this is uh, till a young Dalit girl who had educated herself comes back to the community from, you know, she takes a, she, she's taking a break from a job. She comes back to her community and she witnesses what's happening here and she goes and files a police complaint thinking that the cops will have her back but I what see where ends this up is going. happening what mm -hmm. ends up happening mm -hmm. to her mm -hmm. and her entire community is, is is unbelievable because the cops gang up against them they do take him to court but when these women are in court waiting for the verdict the way the guy's behaving the way the cops with him are behaving Completely tells them that they're not going to get any justice, and the guy's going to be uh, going to be released. 
when they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna completely take everything out of proportion, release the guy, and looking at that threat, some women cover their faces. They take chili powder. They had enough. They'd had enough. Just had enough. Oh God. And they take chili powder and they go spread the chili powder in the air and dismember this guy. Oh, wait. Okay. Wait. The chili powder in the air. Help me with that. What What's up with that? So, so that nobody can see who they are and nobody can react because the chili powder hits somebody's eyes, you, your eyes start burning. Oh, it's a diversion. It's a diversionary diversion tactic. tactic. Okay. Okay. But they had all covered. There were 200 women and they all covered their faces. So the cops create a, uh, a false story um, and arrest five of these women and say these were the five that really killed this guy and they get them convicted in court. Now, this is a story where there is a, there is a third party fact finding commission that the government has formed to actually investigate the case led by a judge, a, a very respected judge from the same community, from the Dalit community. Now, because he's risen through the ranks, this guy is totally with the constitution, word of law. And there is a very, uh, you know, that was a very distressing scene for me. Um, and I know for a lot of a lot of people as well, he's, uh, he goes and uh, he's, he's interviewing the, 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 uh, the doctor who has completed the autopsy on the dead body. And he asks the guy, so where is the blood report of this dead guy? And the doctor looks at the cop and the cop is a little uncomfortable. And they say, we did not give it to you guys because the blood of this guy had alcohol in it. He was in police custody and he had alcohol in it. So the judge looks at them and says, well, you know, it works in your interest because Hey, if you haven't documented something, then I don't. I can't present it in court. So he's going by the rule of law. He's thinking of it from a legal point of view. What you can't prove didn't happen. Whereas he's not looking at it as a person of the community because he has so much to prove. Because he's come up out of that mm. community, he has so right. much to prove that he doesn't look at it from an empathetic angle. He's just looking at what can be proven in the court of law. And he literally tells them, if you don't give me the, the evidence, then I don't know it. So it works in your favor. It's my word against yours. And it encourages these people to keep hiding stuff about the guy. So finally, when these five women get convicted, and they don't even wait for the fact-finding commission to, to submit the report, that triggers this judge. And then he decides that he's going to fight that case and he becomes the lawyer because their own lawyer is also killed by the cops and the goons and the pol politicians that were backing this guy. So um, that's the story. And I, I highly recommend watching the story because however much we try not to talk about caste system, we're told not to bring it up. Caste system is an atrocious system which 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 is killing this country and and not only is this movie so rivetingly told but the scenes the actors i am amazed at amol palakar and the delivery of his entire character as the judge rinku rajguru as the girl who's who's empowered because she went she educated herself and varun sokti of course who has a huge fan following and he's the lawyer that gets killed here so what let me let me ask you a question what what are the so we have cast the caste system what is the essential 
tension? Is it about is it about protecting women? Is it about uh, the rule of law? Like, what what are the what, what's the what are the real themes going on here? So the theme, the caste system as such, just just tells people that this class of people is not your privileged class. The lowest class of people, the Dalits and the untouchables, as as they were called Harijans by Mahatma Gandhi, uh, are the people that clean your toilets and come wash your dishes and they're the servants and they're they're supposed to do a certain job as per the caste system that was promulgated by Manura 5000 years ago in India he divided people on basis of the jobs that they did and because you do a certain job your son is supposed to do the certain job your family is privileged only to that class and and the highest class being the Brahmins, the educated ones, and they kept the education and the power within the Brahmins. And then, the, the, and then, and then there were the Kshatriyas who were the uh, who were who were the fighter, the the uh, the warrior class. And then there were there were the uh, the third was Vaishyas, the traders and the shopkeepers, and the fourth was the uh, the untouchables, the Harijans. So, so as as these forecast system uh, forecast different um, the caste system really divided people on basis of the work that they did, and that kind of determined their their fortune because they couldn't do any other work. So, a warrior couldn't be a Brahmin, a Brahmin couldn't be a warrior, a Brahmin couldn't marry a Kshatriya, a Kshatriya couldn't marry a a Hari uh, a a, a Harijan, and a Vashya couldn't marry outside the community. So, so this kind of divided that entire society into into into, into pillars of castes, and people would only mingle between the castes. I mean, for the longest so is that the time, main point of the movie is to a, to a, to a critique. The caste system? No, this movie is about how the caste system, how caste politics works in India, even today. Oh. The caste politics is so big in India that um, that that the Dalits are used for their votes, but not given any other rights. They are abused and they are they they are thrown out of normal society. But when it comes to votes, votes, the politicians and the people in power use them for their votes. So, um, so the growth of a, a, a the growth of caste system into politics has really made this entire country a hotbed for for more partisan politics. So, um, but but I have to tell you, the guy who plays uh, this dismembered guy, the rapist Sahil Qatar. Oh, what a phenomenal actor. I, I abhorred him. I literally did. If I see him on the road, I'm going to slap him. Right. It's a, that's the, one of the greatest compliments you can pay an actor. Totally. I mean, this guy's here to stay. He was just phenomenal in, in his character as, as, as a very despicable character. Um, but also, we have to tell our viewers, that I have to give you a trigger warning. There's scenes of blood killing body parts that probably you'll have to close your eyes to. But I did. Mm when when I watched it. We, this was sent as a preview from Z a few days ago and um, um, we had to we had to not review it before a certain time on 19th when the when the movie was ultimately released on Z5's platform. And I highly, highly recommend it, not only for Amol Palikar's uh, return to screen, he's phenomenal. Just each and every actor there is phenomenal. The movie's directed very well. You almost feel it. You feel the rage. You 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 really want to do something about it. End of the movie. 
Hi guys, this is Param Singh and you're watching me on Desis.live. Desis.live, this is Scott and I'm here with Shreya and Maral. And we just got done reviewing 200 Hala Ho, which wins the all title award for uh, 2021 so far. It's a, a great title. It just rolls off the tongue and it sounds like it was a fantastic movie. Extremely intense, um, but just excellent. We loved it. Check it out. It's on Z5. And now we move to, this is another great title, but in a totally different way, Bell Bottom. I just love that as a title because Bell Bottom jeans are cool. Oh my God. And they tend to have like really cool stitching. Say what? They're Say what? Also, they're making a comeback, everybody. Oh, I just nice. bought a pair of white bell bottoms like a month nice. ago. Yep. I, th I, think, I think they just look fantastic. They're really cool. Um, bell bottom, this is on, uh, what, what is this on? What, um, what channel, this, what platform? It has not released oh, that's on right. any platform. It released in theaters. You saw it in the theater, that's right. And what, so what's it about? So it's an espionage thriller, again, Ooh. inspired by a true event that nice. occurred in August of 1984 when an Indian uh, Air India flight, um, which uh, took off from New Delhi to London, was hijacked. Ugh. And this is a story of the agents uh, of the Indian um, undercover force that saved the passengers. Nice. So what do you think? So I I actually loved it because I hadn't seen a movie on a, on big screen in a few months. So um, I loved it. I love the way the movie's been treated. It's treated like a blockbuster. So you know the Bondish blockbuster where you know the introduction to the guy. The, the, the of course Akshay Kumar is Bell Bottom. That's his code name oh. as a as as a spy. And um, and you know uh, the whole introduction to him as his 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 shoes and his bell bottom flares. <laughs> so I loved it, just loved it. And you know the theme music of bell bottom. Oh my god! What's the style? I'm humming it since. Is it mod? Is it what is it? Seventies. It's eighties, and okay. and it is it is fast. It's bassy. It's it's about how these hijackers. Um, colluding with uh, Pakistani ISI, um, they're, they're actually ISI planted hijackers, and it's the fifth hijack in seven years. And then there is Mrs. Indira Gandhi, played by Lara Bhupati. Oh my God, you have to look at Lara Bhupati. She looks like Indira Gandhi. The prosthetics, the makeup is phenomenal. Mm. I loved it not only because because. Well, you watch, this is something you watch on the big screen, of course. Um, but remember, guys, Amazon is their partner, so it's going to get released on Amazon Prime very soon, um, hopefully very soon. And, and their te television partner is Sony, so it will obviously come back to Sony as well. Um, but this fifth hijack in seven years where India is trying to have great relationships with Pakistan, every time there's a hijack, the plane is taken to Lahore. And in Lahore, Pakistan steps in and says, let us ne negotiate for you. And they negotiated and they returned the passengers. Now, every time this happens, um, there, there's a front to this, there's a back to it, but then an analyst in the RAW, which is research and analysis wing of the Indian um, undercover agency, they, Indian spy agency actually, uh, he figures out that there's something wrong over here. It's the same pattern. We need to break the pattern. So he advises, he's asked by his, his boss to come and talk to the prime minister because he has something to say. He's been studying these hijacks for seven years. He comes and tells them, 
hey, this is wrong. We need to break the pattern. And Mrs. Gandhi doesn't believe him because uh, he says they will take the plane to Lahore and they and they don't. The hijackers take the plane to, uh, uh, to Amritsar instead. So they ask him to leave. He just leaves, but he sits outside the prime minister's office on a pavement, on a sidewalk. And then they come asking for him because after Lahore, they do take the plane to Lahore. Uh, after Amritsar, they do take the plane to Lahore. So he's proven right. And then the, the prime minister believes in him. And he tells the prime minister, don't negotiate. Don't allow them to negotiate. Break break the trend. So they so they tell Pakistan, do not negotiate on our, our behalf. Just send them food and water and that's it. We don't want to negotiate. The moment Indira Gandhi says that, Ziaul Haq, who is the prime minister, the president of Pakistan at that point in time, completely loses his cool because their plan has failed. So what they do is they replace the hijackers instead of the plane with, inside the plane with one of the deadliest uh, operatives. And, and that guy, my God, that guy has acted amazingly well. Zain Durrani is the name of the actor. These new actors are just phenomenal. So they take the uh, flight from, they take off from Lahore and they take the flight to Dubai where India might be pressured to negotiate because Dubai wouldn't want people dead on their soil. So this is where our raw team comes in and uh, then they carry out this entire operation of getting the passengers out from the aircraft safely and ca capturing the hijackers as well. So it is such a basic thriller that you sit through every, um, there are a few scenes that you don't want to be there, especially because the songs look as if, you know, they've been planted. But luckily, they didn't plant all the songs. And and I love the theme. I mean, I've been humming it since. The theme music is just, you know, remember when I love the scam theme music? I love this one as well. Tanish Bhakti's breadcrumb score is really great. Um, and and honestly, uh, a movie well made. It's for the massy, masses. It's a masses movie, but uh, very pacey, very beautifully executed. Um, holds your interest through the through the entire narrative. And it's Akshay Kumar. What could go wrong? Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you that. Is it is it is it heavy on the? It's more heavy on the action than on the political historical side. Okay. Yeah. Actually, very well balanced. The story is very oh. basically told. It it is directed extremely well, and you really don't, you really don't know where you know the 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 entire duration of the movie. You really don't know where it's gone. It's 125 minutes, basic thriller, action, espionage, everything thrown together, and of course, a political history as well, because there is the Alha, there is Indira Gandhi, there is her prime minister's office where she's taking decisions and how she sits and waits because everybody thinks that the entire mission has failed and it hasn't because this guy's smart enough to take take the agents in and capture the hijackers so so he does a good job of it but but i love the way it's directed it's it's just it's just bondish I love okay so i have one i have one last question about it because you said bondish and this is this is my this is my complaint. This is my problem with James Bond movies. I love the travel. I love the actors. I love the you know all. But what I dislike is an over reliance on fancy gadgets. That nothing, that get, nothing. Okay. It's, this is nineteen eighty four. They didn't even have computers then. Oh, no. but still, you can they can get out this big shoebox looking thing with green lights on it and nothing, the antenna nothing. this big and okay. 
Nothing. Nothing. Good, it's all. Good. It's all. This guy. What is uh, this? The great guy. guy with the green light. He's a, he's a real agent, right? He was, he was a real agent in in the Indian uh, undercover agency, and this guy was a, was a national level chess player. He spoke five languages. He's he was an analyst there, and he led it because he just uses brains better. Great. Well, I love that because there's so much, those shows are, those spy and espionage shows are so much more interesting when we see the human side of it than just gadgets and remote controlled cars and drones. And a little bit of that is fine, but anything more than that, it's like salt, right? It just ruins the soup. And, uh, and if you have a chance and it's playing near you, you should go watch it in the theater because there's so much social distancing in there. They were all of four people in AMC Mercado where I went and watched it. Oh, I've seen a couple movies lately in the theater, and it's great. It, it's, it's great. It's fabulous. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. nothing like sitting there eating a eating a hot dog and watching. <laughs> watching. Well, I try to avoid pig snouts and things like that. But yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. You know, with the <laughs> a bucket of popcorn and some chemicals, some hot quote hot butter. Oh, totally. It's, it's the totally. best, man. It's totally the best experience. And also, there are many people. <laughs> hot butter being the operator. In fact, I worked at AMC. Is it real but butter? I feel like, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> Go ahead. It's yeah, you're past the non-disclosure. Give us a give us a dirty little secret of the no, AMC. No, it's like um, it's like a butter substitute with flavoring. Yes, it is not real yeah, butter. It's not it's, real it's butter. A substitute. I was, How could yeah, they afford real butter? Come on, guys. Hey, you gotta... hey, 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 this is a country that eats. Can you believe what's that product called? I can't believe it's not. Butter. I can't believe it's not butter. So yeah. so hey. You exactly. can't believe that's not butter. That's not butter. You don't have to work very hard not to believe. <laughs> yeah, don't believe it because it's not. All right, all right. And any other? We're any other? The truth. Yeah, right, exactly. So, so absolutely love the experience. I mean, it's if you have the chance, you must watch it just for the face of it. It's such a break in face from everything else that's going on. Right, right. Hi, I'm Priya Darshini, and you're listening to me on Daisy's Dot Life. Live. This is Scott, and I'm back here with Moral and Shreya, and we just got done raving over Bell Bottom out in theaters. Now it should be on what Prime soon? It should be it on, should Prime, be on soon. Prime soon. Hopefully, yeah. yes. Yeah, sounds like it was a great film. A lot of fun, espionage, thriller, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, that's all we have. Uh, yeah, so but but before we roll out, I just want to add a couple of things. One. The fact that we've just started our um, our podcast again, we are reviewing Kuchurang Piyarku SAB as a series starring Shahir Sheikh and Erica Fernandez. And we absolutely love the season three of this series. It is a very clean story. And the season three is back on, on audience demand. And we start, just started reviewing it. So we'll be adding some excerpts from oh, that review that we already did yesterday. Now we're going to add that here. Um, have a listen. Um, this was just an amazing first uh, first review of uh, the first 30 episodes. Uh, maybe starting a little late with our reviews, but here we go. But what happened? Because in season two, he was a totally different man. He was the guy who supported her career. He went against his mother, his entire family to support her career. career. While she went to work, he sat at home, which was exemplary for you know uh, when we were talking about no other indian male male has been as as um as feminist as dev dikshit has been as a character written uh, that was true of season two but season three 
we see that his, his entire character has gone back notches in terms of not only understanding his wife, but also being feminist as a character. Because he's not being feminist when he's telling her to sweep things under the carpet. He's not being feminist when he's when he's treating her um, her family lower than his family. He's not being feminist when he when 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 he when he's listening to his mother say, "Uska ghar, Sonakshi ka ghar ye hai, uska ghar Maika nahi hai." Right? He's not being the same guy that we know as Dave Ditches. So what is, you think there's a flaw in his character building here? Or is it something that's, that, that has happened over time? I think he's overwhelmed with the situation right now over here. Like, he just got to know that Ayush is his son, Sona, uh, Soha is not his daughter, right? So he's not able to handle the situation as he should tactfully, he should be doing that. Like Sona has said initially uh, that we should be taking time. But at the same time, uh, Ishwari was pressing his nerves that let's bring Ayush over here and uh, let's, uh, no, let him get gel with the family. But he's, he's totally out of place. He's not understanding how he can handle the situation. And I think that's the reason he's, uh, you know, being this, what he is, what we are seeing, that he's not able to understand Sona and he's not being feminist over here. I think that's happening in the show right now. So we've seen that there are, there are parents that are over-controlling and, you know, we have such relatives and parents in our lives as well, especially South Asian. They are over-controlling. They're called in psychology helicopter parents because they attempt to ch shape the children's lives in the manner they deem most appropriate without giving that choice to their own children. And some parents even go to the extent of controlling over the children uh, to the extent that when they feel that their their control over the children's life is diminishing if they get married or they, they move somewhere else or they get a job or somebody else becomes more important in their lives, they turn to emotional manipulation as Ishwari is doing. Manipulative play, parents like Ishwari use a lot of tools to, con uh, to control their children. The most lethal of them is personal attacks. You know, when Dave is late at work, the first question that she she's concerned about Dave being late at work. But the first question that she asks Dave when he enters the house isn't, how are you? Or did you eat? The question is, I was worried about you. So she first states how she is feeling. So her own feelings are most important to her, not how his her son is feeling because if she really bothered about her how her son is feeling she wouldn't be doing half the things she was doing right and she doesn't get that that thing doesn't even enter her mind she's more concerned about her own reactions she's trying to control her own feelings and because she because because she wants to be foremost in her own son's life she instead of asking him how he's doing and why he's late and how he's feeling she starts telling him about how she herself is feeling and how she lost sleep because of him so that she becomes the victim over here so that is psychological influence that is creating creating a situation where he feels guilty about her rather than him being worried about what he's feeling he's now worried about what she is feeling the other thing that parents like this do is is um, is, is literally to to do other manipulation like like invalidate other people's feelings. For example, Ishwari persistently invalidates Sonakshi and Dave and Ayush um, by by literally you know if Sonakshi's talking, she'll interrupt Sonakshi. She'll invalidate her by by tossing aside what Sunakshi's saying or or not even thinking about what Sunakshi's feeling when she says what she does. 
She insults Sonakshi in front of her own children, goes over and above to prove what a useless mother Sonakshi is. And, and she makes no qualms about it. She doesn't bother about how Sonakshi is feeling at that point in time. She also acts as if um, she knows what Sonakshi is feeling or thinking and tries to change how Sonakshi feels about things without respecting her space or individuality. And she does the same with Ayush as well. And she does the same with Dev. So she invalidates whoever they are. Now, the only difference between Sonakshi, Ayush and Dev here is that Dev is so used to it that he doesn't even think of it that way. But Sonakshi is not used to it and she it's hitting her and Ayush is definitely not going to stand for it. So in such a situation, you do anything with that person, even even when she she tells her her um, her son that I'm so sorry that you're you're probably having problems in your marriage because of me. She is making herself more important in her son's marriage. Instead of asking her son, how can I help to sort it out? Do you want me to talk to Sonakshi? Do you want me to bring you guys together? She instead made an issue about, I should go away because she wants to be the victim over here who's trying to do the best for him. I think she's proceeding from her son's life into Ayush's life. She's trying to make her herself as important as possible, um, hiding under the facade of being doing things that are good for her son and his marriage. Whereas she's having the opposite effect and she's doing the opposite things. Um, I don't think she has any realization around what she's doing and how it's impacting other people because she feels she's right. And people like her, people who are, are manipulative, always feel that they are right. And 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 for her, um, manipulation, um, the kind of things that she does to manipulate people around her, Meta communicates that personal emotions are fair game. Um, and, and she will use whatever kind of personal emotions there are to manipulate whoever it is around her. She does that with her brother as well, even though at times her brother does stand up towards her, but she becomes a victim every time or, or she's doing it for the greater, of the, uh, greater good of the family or she's doing it for the benefit of the future of the family. Putting the, And as they've said, it's because of my mother that the family is together. But how is the family together? The daughters don't talk to her mother, to their mother, right? Now, Ishwari is going to be that evil mother-in-law and say that, you know, Dev, I don't think तुम्हारा रिश्ता संभाल पा रही हमारे जमाने में ये नहीं होता था रिश्ते तो बहुत पवित्र होते हैं क्रैप 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 शी इज गोइंग टू से ऑल ऑफ दैट एंड देन शी इज गोइंग टू फोर्स देव टू बिलीव दैट इज सोनाक्षी द रूट कॉज ऑफ द प्रॉब्लम्स बिटवीन देम इज सोनाक्षी बिकॉज़ सोनाक्षी डिड द राइट थिंग व्हिच इज रेजिंग हर वॉइस एंड टेकिंग स्टैंड फॉर हर चिल्ड्रन एंड हर रिलेशनशिप she is going to uh, portray sonakshi as a bad mother as a bad wife and as a bad human who is going who is trying to rift to create rift and ishwar is going to bring this up mind my was ishwar is going to bring this up that bachcho pe iska kya asar padega unko pata chalega ke unke maa baap aise counselor ke paas ja rahe suhana to already divorce ka bol rahi thi तो बच्चों पे क्या असर पड़ेगा नहीं नहीं देव नहीं तुम ये मत करना ये मत करना सोनाक्षी को थोड़ा वक्स दे दो शी शी कैन गो टिल एनी एक्सटेंट इवन टिल एन एक्सटेंट वेयर शी वुड से तुम दोनों अलग अलग रहने लगो अपने बच्चों के लिए या या साथ में रहने लगो एंड प्रिटेंड टू बी दैट हैप्पी कपल फॉर योर चिल्ड्रेन वॉट एवर ओके वेल डेव वर बैक एंड इट्स बेन it's been quite a show we've had we've really touched on a lot of things 
Um, totally. And next week, next week's going to be busier, by the way. There's so many movies oh, and Lord. shows getting released. You know, Bumika is releasing tomorrow. Then yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a Tamil. It's, it's releasing actually in four languages, Tamil, Malayalam, Hindi and Telugu, all wow. on Netflix. And then, of course, The Witcher releases tomorrow as well mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Netflix. But then, of course, the Kathleen Jenner story releases a documentary on on her life releases on Netflix too, and that releases like the day after. Yeah. Then um, Clickbait releases on Netflix as well. Uh, there's so much coming through. Engineering Girl releases on Z5 from 27th August. The series will will, will be, um, it's the second season of the series that will be broadcast there. Then on Sony Live Again, Kasara Tapara, which is a Tamil uh, movie that will be released too. Then um, on Amazon, LOL, Enga Siri Papapom, Papapap? Pom Tapom <laughs> in Tamil will be released. Pratigat will be released in Bengali and Z- on Z5 again. The Empire releases 27th August onwards. It's a TV show, Dino Maria and the gang. My God, I can't wait for this show. It's, an, it's a period show again. So on 27th again, um, the interview, um, Night of 2611 um, uh, releases, Vivaha Nambu releases on Sony Live again. It's a comedy film in Telugu. Uh, Good Girl Season 4 releases, of course, on 31st August. So next week is going to be so full. We're going to have a... I, I'm already time. tired. Yeah, I'm already, I'm exhausted. Just, and then we know. haven't even spoken about the first week of September because so much more comes out in the first week of September, including Money Heist. Okay. Wow, Money Heist. All right. Well, man, I don't even, I'm kind of numb from that. <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot to review. We have to sign off now. Please, please check in next week and we will hopefully review at least, you know, a few of those things that were listed. Until then, I'm Scott. I'm Miral. And I'm Shreya. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next Bye. week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.